Welcome, everyone, to Moraine Park Technical College's Talent Talk podcast. I'm Kelly Karpinski, a business manager in the Economic and Workforce Development Division of Moraine Park Technical College. I'm happy to have with me today Joanne Hall, Dean of Economic and Workforce Development. She will share with us her experience with the John Maxwell Company Leadership Training, as well as Maxwell's Live to Lead event, which will be broadcast here at MPTC on November 3rd. Joanne, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Kelly. I am so happy to be here to talk about John Maxwell and Live to Lead. It's an exciting time at Moraine Park. Awesome. Well, let's start talking about John Maxwell himself. Tell us a little bit about John as well as the training and coaching that he provides. Sure. So first of all, I'm almost always sure that everyone has heard the name John Maxwell. And I'm surprised when people haven't. Um, Maybe it's just because I've been around a while. I don't know. Um, But John is seen as the leading expert in the leadership space. Um, He's written about 86 books, I think was the number I heard, uh, most of which have made it to the bestseller list. Uh, Most of us started, well, I don't know, many of us that have been around a while, um, started listening to John on cassette tapes back in the day. Um, if you can believe that. Um, we, we listened to cassette tapes. We heard his teachings. Um, he, and that's where he shared his vision and his values for great leaders. Over the last decade, he's transformed his organization and started to share his message and allow others to start to share his message. And he now has over 40,000 certified speakers, trainers, and coaches across the globe that teaches materials. Wow. Pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. So um, obviously, as well as being on the bestseller list, John has been named a top leadership expert um, by business magazines and business associations. So what is it about his leadership philosophy that really resonates with people? So I think it's two things, Kelly. First, John has lots of key phrases. If you listen to him speak, there's lots of bullet points and lots of lists for you to copy. Um, but really, it, it, it ties to two different things. The first one is his stance that everything rises and falls on leadership. He thinks it's the foundation in which all other things operate, and it's how our organizations function, and it's how, in his mind, society really functions based on the leadership that is driving all of the rest of the activity. Um, he mm-hmm. believes it's built on communication and trust, all built off of a core set of values. The second one, and that's really what he's been talking about most recently, is that everyone deserves to be led well. It doesn't matter if you're a kid on a sports team, a a teacher in a classroom. It doesn't matter if you're in the corporate arena. From his perspective, it's how we communicate. It's how we lead. It's how we equip and empower other people. It's the attitude we come to the table with, and it's the relationships we create. All of that combined creates his philosophy on leadership and how all of us reach our success, both as individuals and as organizations. So that's his philosophy. Yeah, and that certainly can resonate with so many of us. So um, you and I were talking about John and how he has adapted his leadership focus throughout the years since since those cassette tape days <laughs> um, to today. So can you talk about how the, he has transformed his focus and his message? Sure. So first of all, um, what people need to know about John is he started as a minister. So all of his teachings are really founded in faith. um, And he he obviously has a very deep faith and is very religion-based. But his teachings and his values really can resonate all across. And he really doesn't 
he doesn't care where you come from, what your belief system is. If you hear him, he'll say, I, whatever you believe is what you believe. Um, and so it's not, it's not grounded strictly in that religious base. But over the course of his 20 years, he's really started to um, transition out of the ministry. He's been doing corporate training and focused on corporate leaders um, probably the last 30 years. Um, he's 75 years young. Um, so over the course of time, he really has, has taken his audience across the world. It started out here just in the United States in his small counties and his churches he was working in to leaders across America, now to leaders across the globe. Um, and he's really more focused on transforming the world and transforming leaders rather than just teaching and helping businesses be more successful. So it's about helping society be more successful. When the phrase that he uses that I love is he'll always start with, my name is John and I'm your friend, so I need you to know this. And then he'll transform and he'll share his message. But the core of it all is he wants you to know that every person has value. He sees you, he values you, and that your job is then to add value to others. And that's the piece when I joined the Maxwell organization that really resonated with me is we need to get back to as a society, knowing that every single one of us has value. We all have our own individual gifts um, and we just need to figure out how to use them to the advantage of our teams, as our organizations. Um, and that's really where his focus has started to shift to. Okay. So John Maxwell brings his message as well as insights from other well-known leaders um, to the world really each year during the Live to Lead live simulcast. So tell us about this event and why John hosts this each year. Yep. So Kelly, you described it really well. It's a simulcast event. Um, it's hosted out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and the event brings really high level leaders in this thought space of leadership and communication and trust um, and really trying to provide each person in the room with a message that may resonate to them individually. So you're hearing from people who, of course, everybody's got a new book. I always joke about that, mm -hmm. right? You don't get to come to the stage unless you have a new book. Um, but the goal is to spark conversation. It's, it's about giving people insight into the newest thoughts and trends and trying to reach people where they are and then give them an opportunity to talk in some safe spaces about how they might use it. How is that affecting them and have conversations across the table? That's one of the things that I really like about John's message with regard to transformation and, and creating transformational leaders is it's about how we sit across the table and have the conversation together. Once we've heard something, what do we do with it, right? Mm -hmm. If we can't apply what we've learned, then it's just information. And, and I think Live to Lead is a really great opportunity to start to bring people together to have those conversations. And of course, you got to get a new book. Right, 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 exactly. And maybe many new books, because all of the speakers have have their popular books. So um, you had mentioned earlier as well, you are a John Maxwell certified team member. Uh, and thanks to that, Moraine Park is able to bring Live to Lead to Fond du Lac. And of course, the district um, for the first time that we did that for the first time in 2021. And we plan to host it again on November 3rd. So why, why are we bringing Live to Lead to the community and our district? What, what's in it for, for our audience? Yep. So I joined the Maxwell organization in 2020. It was one of my COVID pieces, right? We all did things a little differently during COVID. Um, 
But I did it primarily because I was impressed with the content. You know, I've been here at Marine Park almost 20 years now and working with corporations across the district. And we're always trying to bring new pieces of content and information. And I thought, oh, this will be great. All these books will have access to all this different content. I didn't even know Live to Lead existed at that point in time. Um, and when I when I heard about it, it, what I really liked the most was that we tried to do training events and we're doing a lot of on-site corporate training here at Marine Park. But for us to bring really high-level speakers is really expensive and our audience and our population, it's pretty small, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I love about Live to Lead is it allows us to bring some of the, some of the national and international best speakers to the stage right here in Fond du Lac um, and giving us space to talk about these things. Our leaders here in the community don't have to go to Chicago or New York to hear these really phenomenal speakers. We can come here, we can talk Mm -hmm. to all of our coworkers, the people you're going to the golf course with, Mm -hmm. um, and we can all hear that message at the same time. And it's not just one or two people who can afford to go. Um, Mm -hmm. We can do it at a really cost-effective rate, um, and we can bring all of those conversations here locally. Um, and I really think that's important. I want to make sure that we can we can bring the best resources to the table here at Marine Park. And I want to make sure that as we're doing that, we can then continue to have those conversations. So Live to Lead always has a great lineup of speakers. This year is no different. Uh, who can Who can our audience expect to hear from this year? All right. So I am excited about this year's speakers. So, you know, you've heard me say it before. You, we're going to hear from John Maxwell himself, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't get better than that, right? He's on the stage and um, his name's on the event. So, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to hear from him. Um, he's going to talk about communication and compassion, all the things that I just talked about, and how do we help um, create a list of of items we all individually can do in terms of self-reflection and becoming better leaders, right? And who who can't learn from that, Right. Tim Elmore is on the agenda. Um, Tim has a focus on generational diversity, and I know sometimes we think, oh, I might have heard that before. But this is the time right now where we have five generations in the workplace, and I don't, I don't know about you, but I, you know, we're seeing it here at Marine Park as well. That can create some really great benefits and competitive strategies, but it can also create a lot of workplace conflict. And Tim has some of the leading research that I've heard on Gen Z, um, which I think all of us says we're starting to have um, high school students and college students graduating and, and now entering those professional ranks, trying to understand where they're coming from and how do we bring the boomers and the Gen Zers all together at the same time, really, truly to maximize our work teams. Everybody comes with a different perspective, and that's what I think Tim does really well is talk about the perspectives and why people come to the table the way they do, and then how do we leverage that to our advantage. One of the things that Tim in his talk in his book talks about that I think is phenomenal is he really talks about t- treating your team and the individuals on your team like a chessboard and every chess piece has its own purpose and rhythm and how it moves and how do we use that to our advantage in our work teams day in and day out. And I love that um, I love that in his book. Mm-hmm. Um, the last really big hot speaker we're going to talk about, there'll be a couple more, but I think we've all, well, you've probably, maybe we have all have heard about Patrick Lencioni. Um, you might know him from five dysfunctions of a team. Most of us have that book, right, Kelly? Yes. Um, yes. his new teaching is called, um, the working genius. And here's what I like about that. The premise of the working genius is that there are six key components to how work is comprised and the types of activities 
And Patrick talks about how we're all gifted at them, right? We have some that we're more gifted than others, some that we do and we're okay at, and some that we can do, but we get really, really frustrated when we do it. And it drains our energy in the workplace. So here's what they are. Wonder, invention, discernment, galvanizing, enabling, and tenacity. He calls it widget, right? Because every good consultant has a catchy name, right? Of course. (laughs) Um, You can't get away without an acronym. But truly, how do you know what your own gifts are? And how do you use those gifts to make sure that you're in the right job fit? So there's an opportunity for us to all hear individually how that's going to help us. But also as a leader of a team or a leader of an organization, mm-hmm. how do you maximize the, the gifts, the individuals you have in your organization to make sure they're in the right jobs with the right duties so that you can energize everybody when they come to work, right? I love when he talks about um, in his book about how if you're in the wrong fit or you're using the wrong piece, you go to work and work's not fun, right? You don't go to fun today, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Work is called work because it's work. Right. Right. (laughs) And he talks about how his dad came home grumpy from work every day. So when he was a kid, he thought that's what work was. You went there and you got grumpy and then you came home. Right. And so I think that his message about using our own gifts to keep us energized and for as as leaders to help us get people in the right seats on the bus, I think Mm -hmm. is a great way to, to take a look at how we leverage our teams. So you're going to hear some from from some phenomenal speakers. Right. And I know Patrick um, uses that to to look at the team to see what's missing in in that. Right. You know, maybe you have nobody in wonder and then, you know, and it's lopsided. So how do you how do you write that ship, I guess, within your team? Right. That's a great point, too, Kelly, because sometimes as leaders, we can tend to hire um, individuals who are like us rather than complimenting to us because sometimes it's just easier to work with people who are exactly like you. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about how do we make sure our teams are the most successful, finding out where the gaps are, we need people on our teams that cover all six of those geniuses. None are better or worse. They're all fundamental to making a really highly successful team Mm -hmm. and making sure that your business continues to grow. So I love how he talks about making sure you understand where your team profile is and when you're hiring, hiring people for the right jobs and the right fit, and then making sure that your team is fully complemented by all of those, those individual geniuses. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, those, those are some great speakers and it's certainly shaping up to be an exciting day. So besides um, hearing from those, those great leaders, um, I know we're also excited to show off Moraine Park's new conference center. Yes, we are. Um, it, the, so the conference center is opening right away in um, October. Like we're going to be one of the yeah. first events in there. So I can't wait. All right. And what else can they expect on November 3rd? What What else are we doing besides uh, showing off our conference center? Oh, that's just the conference center. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, so there's a couple of things that are going to happen. We are. So if you came to Live to Lead last year, um, you know that we did the speakers in the morning and then we had some breakout activities in the afternoon. 
the day is going to be uh, quite a bit more interactive this go around. Um, we'll have some the speakers. We'll have some table activities. Um, we'll we'll be making sure that we have some panel activities and really some time for thought and breakout. Mm -hmm. um, in addition, obviously, we'll have some some good food along the way as well. Mm -hmm. And everybody who attends will either get a copy of Patrick's book or Tim's book. Now we are really fortunate to be able to bring this event to Moraine Park, and we did it with the the support of several of our business sponsors as well, um, who are making food and books available to everybody. So I do want to take a minute to thank some of those sponsors. Absolutely. Um, Caravan is our premier sponsor. We've got lunch and breakfast sponsors from Apache Stainless, Mercury Marine, BCI Burke, and Integrity Saw and Tool. And lastly, our book sponsors, who are JFA Hearn and Mid-States Aluminum. So we're really thankful to have them as partners at the table for this great event as well. Yes, without them, um, you know, we certainly, I, I don't know, would be able to really bring such a robust uh, day to our district and to the community. So that's wonderful. So if listeners are interested in learning more about the event and registering, where can they do that? Well, of course, on the web, they can go to www.moraineparkedu slash live to lead. And that's live, L-I-V-E, the number two lead l-e-a-d now you can register as an individual or you can register as a table um so you can take a bring a team of six to the event as part of that registration and, you know you could even bring 12 or right you know, absolutely 18 three tables we'd love <laughs> to have you all um, but they can find that at moraineparkedu slash live to lead all right wonderful Thank you, Joanne, for giving us insight on what to expect this year for our Live to Lead event. And I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Kelly. And we're hoping to see everybody at the event. Yes, we are. All right, listeners, you can be among the first to know about future Talent Talk podcasts and much more by subscribing to our newsletter. To do that, visit moraineparkedu slash newsletter. Again, that's moraineparkedu slash newsletter. That concludes today's podcast. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.